This is Bigger Pockets Daily, and today, let's just jump right into the show. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with the tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. How to Properly Vet Your Syndication Partner Before Investing by Logan Freeman Public-private investments are now a hot item due to the recent SEC rule changes to private offerings, making them more accessible. And, according to a 2019 SEC report, capital raised through private offerings now exceeds capital raised through IPOs. This has created a feeding frenzy attracting companies of all types competing for your investment capital. Many credible, and many not so credible. As such, numerous investors have set their sights on real estate syndication opportunities, which are real estate deals in which a group of investors pools their capital together to purchase a large real estate property. This is done to pool together not only fiscal resources, but other types of resources as well, like knowledge of the market or property management experience to ensure stable investments. There are typically two diverse roles in a property syndication deal, syndicator and investor. For those who are interested in investing in their first syndication, or even for those who have been around the syndication block, I'd like to offer some helpful insights from my own experiences into how to navigate the syndication labyrinth and come out alive. (laughs) Here's what you should know. Two rules for vetting syndication opportunities. Rule number one, never lose money. 
Rule number two. Never forget rule number one. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett's first two rules for investing are pretty good starting points for vetting the syndication opportunities presented to you. If you proceed cautiously and ask the right questions, you'll improve your chances of not losing money in a syndication. Three questions to ask yourself before investing in a syndication. Before we get into the top questions to ask a syndication partner before investing in a syndication, there are essential questions you should ask yourself, which are outlined here. It's important to ask yourself these questions prior to vetting any partners or potential deals. After all, Knowing your personal investment objectives is crucial to not only finding and vetting a syndication partner with investment objectives that align with yours, but also deciding if syndications are even suitable for you to begin with. Number one, what are your investment objectives? Cash flow, growth, asset preservation, tax benefits, wealth accumulation and preservation? Determine what your investment objectives are well before vetting any potential deals or partners. That way, you'll know whether your objectives align with theirs, which will tell you whether the deal is a good fit. Question number two, what is your investment time frame? Do you value liquidity? Or are you comfortable with illiquidity and locking up your capital for extended periods? Knowing your ideal investment time frame beforehand will help you choose the right syndication investment opportunities for you. Question number three, what is your risk tolerance? Are you risk averse or are you comfortable with opportunities that many consider high risk, but where the risks can be mitigated? Your risk tolerance will play a significant part in the deals you choose to take part in. So be sure you know what yours is before vetting any of the possible opportunities or partners you may encounter. Now, three questions to ask potential syndication partners. Realizing your own objectives isn't the only crucial factor at play. You should also ask the right questions of any potential syndication partners. These include, question number one, what is your exit strategy? I start with this question because the answer will tell you a lot about your syndication partner. Suppose management gives you a clear timeline and provides insights into how they came up with that timeline. In that case, This information will provide you with valuable insight into their experience, their financial savvy, their investment objectives, and their business plan. For example, consider the following two potential responses to this question. Response number one, after the capital raise, we expect to be profitable within one to two years. Our exit strategy is to sell after six to 10 years of operations, depending on the market. Investors will get half of all of the profits. Response number two, we have set a drop-dead date of raising our target offering six months following the launch of our private placement. Once we achieve our target offering, we will mobilize and allocate the proceeds outlined in our private placement memorandum, PPM, and pro forma. We expect to cash flow one year from the launch of the offering. Our plan is to operate for a period of five years, providing investors with a preferred return of 6% per annum and 50% of profits for operations and and from the sale of the asset at the end of five years. Based on our experience, we project to improve the cap rate from the acquisition of 7% to 10% at disposition. Can investors expect average annual returns of 19.44% with an IRR of 16.76%? 
our projections are based on the following assumptions. Which response gives you more confidence? You might laugh at the first response, but don't be surprised when you encounter that type of response. I certainly have. Question number two. What is your investment strategy, and why are you pursuing this strategy with this particular asset? If the syndication partner is pursuing a core or core plus strategy, ask them why. Is it based on their experience of dealing exclusively with these properties, or is it because they've never done this before, and this is a conservative strategy? I'm interested in the value-add and opportunistic plays, but more interested in why the syndication partner is adopting this strategy and why they think they can pull it off. If the syndication partner rattles off their experience, infrastructure, personnel, professional support connections, and resources as reasons they're comfortable with a value-add or opportunistic strategy, this would give me the confidence that my capital would be in the right hands. Question number three. Do you have any skin in the game? And how will you be compensated? You should be leery of any syndication partner who doesn't put their guts on the line, but still gets all of the glory. In other words, they have no skin in the game, but get paid no matter what. In those situations, it's you, the investor, who pays the price. What the syndication partner puts into the syndication and what they expect to get out of it will tell you where the syndication partner's priorities are. The more telling question to ask would be, if I lose money, do you still get paid? If the syndication is thick with upfront management fees, I would be concerned. On the flip side, if investors are given preferential treatment over profit distributions and management is only paid if you get paid, then I would be less concerned. Management is entitled to reasonable reimbursement for typical business expenses. But you should always weigh investor compensation with the management compensation and see where the scale is tipped. It should tip in favor of investors. Final thoughts on vetting your syndication partner. Many investment experts consider private investments such as syndications to be high risk. However, Many don't realize that with private investments, unlike public equities, a substantial amount of risk can be reduced by investing in the right partners or managers. The ones with experience, a defined exit strategy, a clear investment strategy, and a precise business plan that put the investors first will typically offer the best odds to help keep you from losing money and fulfill your investment objectives, like creating and accumulating wealth through long-term cash flowing and appreciating assets. And asking the right questions, both of yourself and others, will go a long way in vetting your next potential syndication partner. All right, another Thursday episode done and dusted. If you're getting something out of this, please let us know. The best way to do that is to leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us improve the show. And five-star ratings help us climb the charts and reach more people with this valuable information. Thanks for doing that. And I'll see you tomorrow right here in the same place.